0: Hi everyone, welcome to Fox 42 Goes Paranormal. I'm your host, Jenna Liston. And I'm Jennifer Bredo. A skeptic and a hard believer that have been given the challenge to take on haunted excursions around Nebraska and Iowa. Every month, we'll take you somewhere new with local investigative groups who try to change our perspectives on the existence of the paranormal. Follow along as we take you through today's hunt. Your investigation starts now. Back, back, back again, and and yes, she's back, back, back. Tell a Jen and 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 Jenna. <laughs> Tell a ghosty. So we're back from the Edinburgh mana. Why are you sound so chill about it? Every single time we do an investigation, I feel tired.
1: I'm still kind of drained.
0: We always are every
1: single time. In our defense. It was, yeah, yeah,
0: how far away? It was
1: four and a half hours there, four and a half hours back. Are we bitter?
0: Jen, did I drive the last four and a half home?
1: I offered.
0: <laughs> I don't know, I'm just being... I okay. feel
1: bad. Don't.
0: I literally took the wheel and said, you have to drive. She had to, like, drive four and a half hours tomorrow. She's singing, like, Jesus, take the wheel. That's exactly what <laughs> I was basically what doing. it was. <laughs> At 7 a.m., I'm driving four and a half hours away. I'm like... And then we worked eight hours after that.
1: It was a long day. But I don't know. Going back through all the video, I feel good. I feel like, first off, night vision camera, total win.
0: A total success.
1: Total win. I love that thing. That Um, changed everything. It did. My only complaint is the batteries did not last long enough.
0: But still.
1: That like, was my only complaint.
0: We were there for a solid, I mean, I guess we turned them on at like 7 p.m. 8
1: p.m. Mm-hmm. 8
0: p.m. to midnight.
1: Still. I don't know. It felt midnight. like they died real fast for me. Um,
0: and honestly, like, I would never use it, which is fine. I was on my phone and we had a fisheye lens on my phone. Um, Yeah, it was muy, muy, what? Boy,
1: magnifique! Oh, I'm sorry. I think you just mitched, mitched. <laughs> mixed Spanish and French. I think mm. Magnifique is French.
0: It was fantastic. And anyway, but like when you were using the night vision camera, I felt like, because you said this too, like it was kind of a crutch. And I was like, yeah, because I was jealous, honestly, that you could see what the heck was going on. And I felt that way too when I had my phone out with um the fish eye lens because i just was like oh i can stare into this screen and not exactly be paying attention to everything else around me which comforted me because i already hate this enough <laughs> so if i had the night vision camera i camera camera <laughs> i think i could have <laughs> survived a lot longer but we had to cut it short because i was just i was done we had a long night it was and it was just like a lot of I don't know. Go ahead and tell your experience because mine was a lot different than yours. And we t- we discussed this that this happens a lot because we separate and we go with different people, and so one of us might have this crazy awesome experience, and the other one might not have seen anything or heard anything, which is a bummer because it's like okay, it was four hours away. Not saying I didn't see anything or hear anything, but it was not what I expected. But go
1: ahead. Yeah. So. Uh, like Jenna touched on, we we did split up again for this investigation. Uh, I started in the basement with Christy. And this was her first time going back in the basement. She had a um pretty terrifying personal experience in there the last time she was there. So she she was more than afraid to go back down there. And I don't blame her, especially knowing that the entity that they refer to as the Joker primarily lives in the basement uh and likes to attack women pull their hair touch them
0: that was so weird to me when they were like don't you and that that actually made me actually uncomfortable because so i was like maybe we shouldn't go there like the whole oh like show
1: us your hair by pulling one of their hair christy and i were in the basement facing our fears and investigating down there, trying to get the Joker to come out, trying to get anybody to come out and just prove that they're there. And it was really frustrating because it was just the two of us down there. You guys were up on the second second floor and in the attic as well. And we were hearing noises and the frustrating part about it is It was always at the opposite end of the building from where we were. Nothing ever happened in the same room as us.
0: So the loud bang didn't happen in the kitchen?
1: It happened. And like, you remember that room where the owner made us do that weird monk singing thing? It sounded like it came back from that area. Mm -hmm. So it was on the clear other side of the building. And we just heard this huge loud bang. And it scared the crap out of me. I'm not gonna lie, and Christy, the investigator that I was down there with, laughed at me, which rightfully so I was mean she not freaked out, or what she was, but she laughed at my reaction because of how much more freaked out I was by it. like this stuff interests me a lot, but being in the situation, it's still gonna freak me out, but it's like I want that to happen, you know, yeah, I want it to to make my blood rush and Freak me out, and I'm weird like that. I guess. Yeah,
0: I guess that's what anybody expects. Like actually doing this. Like, yeah, I obviously hate it, but at one point I was literally (laughs) why I was doing this. I don't know, but I was antagonizing them. I'm like saying out loud, almost to the point of yelling, "I'm not afraid of you, and I'm a skeptic. So what are you going to do to prove me wrong?" And I think at one point, like it was probably bothering the investigative team because I think they were. Not bothered with me, but bothered that nothing was happening, Mm. that I was trying so hard and they knew I was really stepping out of my comfort zone and nothing was going on. But then they let me go. They told me to stand in the hallway by myself. And I was like, oh, my God, they call it soloing. And I was there for probably three and a half minutes or less. I couldn't do it. I I don't like being in the dark alone. Like, who does? Why is that something people want to do? I will never
1: know. -hmm. At least you went somewhere alone. I never did. I was always with Christy. Did you want to? It didn't cross my mind, like, when we were actually there. I know going into it, we always talked about, like, oh, we have this opportunity. But then when we actually started the investigation, it was just like, I'm going to stick with her. She's asking the questions. Oh, you
0: should have gone alone. We'll just do that for next time.
1: Yeah. But one thing I did try that was different this time is I actually asked Christy when we were down in the basement. I was like, hey, can I can I try asking some questions for a bit? So that's
0: good.
1: I did do that for a couple minutes. Didn't hear anything. But it, it was weird. Just like talking to nothing, talking to the void that was down there. It, it just felt weird.
0: Yeah. I I was asking questions this time, too. And I felt like I always feel dumb asking questions yeah like, am I asking the right thing am I being weird Is this typical like and I honestly bring our news station into questions because I'm always like are you afraid to be on the news like are you afraid that we're recording you that you're gonna be broadcasted to people because like maybe that would get them going because I know in the past investigations we've had that is something that Really sparked some attention. I'm like, "Hmm, why is that such a theme? But I'm also not gonna think about it too hard. And that boiler room was Mm -hmm. a place where we pulled out. Oh, I don't is an EVP, but it was such a loud, like, sound of like constant waves that was going on, and it was oh the spirit box. Yes. Oh my god, I was like, this is so intense, and so that thing. When you turn it on, it's, like, in the very middle with temperature, and so it, like, makes all these noises, and then later, or if it picks up anything, it'll drop, like, in temperature, and you can see, like, the dials go down, like, the different lights shine up, and so after a minute, it started doing that, but then I was, like, it's also really cold in here. So do you think like that spirit box was just adjusting to the temperature, or do you think that it was something that was there? So, cause in the moment I was like, oh wow, this is actually working. The questions I'm asking and like the things that we're saying, like mm-hmm. it's working. And then I later on thought about it and I'm like, okay, like well we just in that room for so long. And mind you, everybody who's listening to this, the temperature was so cold. There's no heat in that building, and even on a 75 degree day, it was. It felt like it was 40 or below in that house. It was cold. Yeah, we were wearing like extra layers of stuff. So that's just something that I'm, of course, like the skeptic in me who's like not going to buy into anything.
1: Uh, you would think though, if it was adjusting to the temperatures, it would have done that pretty soon within being turned on. It wouldn't have waited and like gone right. a couple minutes before adjusting. I, I don't know. It was weird. Know
0: exactly. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Because that box was on there for a while. It so, wasn't like you wanted to go get it and bring it. Overall, like, what what would you give it? Like, what would you rate it? It's,
1: out of 10?
0: I don't know. Like, I guess, like, out of our favorites. Like, my oh. favorite so far is still Malvern Manor.
1: I think as far as creepy feelings, Malvern Manor is still my favorite. As far as evidence and experiences, I think Edinburgh really is up there. Yeah, mainly because of the loud bang that I heard in the basement. We'll have to play the clip, but I swear that up on the first floor when Christy and I were walking, they had a doll set up in one of the other rooms with a live feed, and it would it listen to any sounds that were in the room and then play those back, and if it sensed a temperature change, the color would change on it, and if it sensed movement, it would turn its head to wherever it saw the movement, but... Um, We were going to go check out where that doll was just to see how it was doing, if anything had happened in the Facebook Live that they had going. And we got up to that hallway and we stopped for a second to see if we could hear anything. And then as soon as we start moving back towards where the room is, I swear we caught running footsteps on our night vision camera. I, Jenna and I kind of disagree on mm. what it is, um, because in my opinion, you can see where her footsteps line up with the sound that's in the camera. There's two very distinct footstep sounds. The one that I think that we caught, the running sound, is is more of like a pounding sound. And when you listen to it, you can kind of see her steps line up with a, a lighter, more clicky-clacky sound type deal. And they don't match up with, with the more, like, thumping footsteps. And I don't know. I think we caught something there. And we did send it to the the group that we were investigating with. We're going to get their opinion uh, and see what they think. But Jenna thinks that um, it's our footsteps and that we just caught it. But I don't know. I need to listen to it more.
0: I just think, like, when I saw Christy's foot, she stepped first, and then you kind of followed. So I was like... How do you even do this? Like Chrissy's foot, your foot, like one at a time. Like Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's just what I heard. Like the first time, I was like, Oh wow, yeah, I can definitely see that. And then I kept watching it, and I was like, I don't know. But this, of course, how I always am. I'm like, I don't know. How does this add up?
1: I think the determining factor for me is just the sound of the footsteps, because there's such a difference between ours and then whatever it is that we caught in the video, too.
0: Right. No, I don't disagree that it's, like, questionable. So, like you said, we sent it over to them, and we'll see what they say. And we're actually getting footage from when Jen heard that loud bang in the basement with christy because we didn't catch it on our camera so that's the good thing about being with these teams is like they may get something that we might not and for the actual story which hopefully you watched it showed in there that sound um that was just loud and i wasn't there to be there for it but i'm glad that it was caught on camera
1: the only other thing that i can think of is when we switched places and Jenna and the two guys that we we're with went to the basement and Christy and I went up to the s- the second floor. Were we on the first floor or the second floor? It was the second floor. We went up to the second floor with the SLS camera. And what that one does is it shoots out like rays and dots and stuff and in, in like a rectangle area. So if anything goes on to where it's shooting out those detectors Um, it'll pop up on the screen of the device the SLS camera and it actually shows up as kind of a stick figure and the body torso area shows up in the shape of like an hourglass so you get these stick figure looking entities I suppose if if something shows up in that field of vision for the SLS camera and we were up in one of the rooms on the second floor where they had a puzzle sitting out on a table and Christy pointed the SLS camera at the table. And in one of the chairs next to the table, there was a figure sitting there. And I know I got it on camera. It's a little bit out of focus, but I know I got it on camera. You know, we started talking, trying to get some sort of response, sound, anything and nothing happened. And we shot the camera over in that direction again and it was gone. So then we went to the other side of the room And we were shooting the SLS camera from the other side. And at one point we saw a figure in one of like the armchairs that was over there too. And that was the only time we ever saw anything. I don't know. The SLS camera freaks me out. (laughs) Just like seeing the actual human-like form show up on camera like that is, it's, it's overwhelming. Because it's like, there's something there. And you can't see it. But it's there. And this device is picking it up. It was cool, though.
0: I like, sitting here eating my peanut butter. And I'm like, I have nothing to contribute.
1: I feel bad that, like, nothing happened for you.
0: I'm trying to remember. I just didn't feel well.
1: I That's another thing, too. Like, in the whole place, there's a basement, the first floor, second floor, and the attic. Mm-hmm. And the only place that I ever felt uneasy uncomfortable like i just didn't want to be there was the basement that was the only place that i got that vibe right and we were talking to the group that we were there with and they said that it's the opposite for them they feel fine in the basement it's the second floor where they feel uneasy Hmm. maybe it's because we're women and the ones that said that were the men of the group and since the joker's in the basement and he likes to attack women maybe that's why Maybe I'm just jumping to conclusions. No, (laughs) The only other thing Mm. that I can think of besides the SLS camera is the last room of the night that we went to was the boiler room. You had gone back upstairs and everybody else was in the boiler room. We were doing one final EVP session. And at one point we could hear uh, Jeremy and I could hear like a girl or somebody talking in the other room. And we thought it was you. So we radioed up to you. To see, like, if you were yelling or doing anything. And you said no. So it's just weird that we're all sitting in the boiler room and we're hearing a woman or somebody talking in the other room. It was, it was weird.
0: Twas not
1: I. What? <laughs> was not I, is that what you said? <laughs>
0: yeah, tried to. Um, we ended up uh, wrapping it up around one-ish. Yeah, we stayed pretty late, and then we had to, like, drive an hour back. I just, like, it in a perfect world, just because I hate this so much, and everybody knows that. Like, I'm just over it after. I mean, jeez, we had been doing it since, like, four when we got there until one. So I was just, like, done because I didn't hear anything. Like, I wasn't really experiencing much. Like, my heart raced. You know, my heart was racing at some points, but... It wasn't anything like past experiences where I've actually seen things and like experienced, and so I was just done. In a perfect world, we would have stayed the rest of the night. Cause Jen loves this stuff.
1: I was pumped. I was kind of like trying to convince you to stay longer, but I knew how done you were with it, and That's I was like, so done. "I don't want you to be miserable. Let's go."
0: <laughs> if it wasn't so far away like, and cold, right? Like I wouldn't have been. I was, like, trying to figure out ways. I'm like, should I, like, go to the hotel and, like, come pick her up? <laughs> like, geez, no. But, like, then I'm like, I'm not going to leave her there with these three people we just met. And they were awesome. They um, were. They were very nice. I just, you got to be careful. So it, I will say it was an experience. i would take back the great Jennifer loved it, though.
1: I thought it was good. I think overall it was worth the four and a half hour drive there.
0: Was though?
1: I think so. There were a few things that made it not worth it, but I think overall it was, it was worth it.
0: I, I will say it was worth it to just like go experience it. Cause I feel like if we didn't, we would have never known. And like, it is the history of that place is really interesting. And that's what I'm more into. Um, I just wish I would have had more experiences in it than what I did. We do have another investigation coming up with them, and that'll be really exciting. Where is that a library, correct? Yeah,
1: it's a public library in Iowa. It's about an hour away. The same kind of dealio. We're going to meet with them about four o'clock in the afternoon and do the investigation and see what we find.
0: I'm excited again, but I'm not excited again. <laughs> I always am the same way. <laughs>
1: I'm curious how how different it's going to be since it's it's not like a haunted attraction where the last few kind of have been. It's it's a place. It's still a library that's open and, and all that. We'll get into that with the next episode when we do the history and the preview. Dun, dun, dun. Overall, Edinburgh Manor success. And um if you're listening to this after our air date, the story can be found on our website, fox42kptm.com. Um, we'll have a link to what aired in the newscast. We'll also put some uh, different clips of what we captured there. Uh, and then also, well, you don't need it, but a link to the podcast too. <laughs> but you're already listening to that, so you don't really need it. Yeah. Share it with your friends. Love it. Tell like us how it. awesome we are. <laughs> if there is a place that you want us to try to investigate, let us know. Um, we'll, we'll
0: think about
1: it. Well, yeah. So long as it's within about an hour of of Omaha. Oh
0: my god, no more than an yeah. hour.
1: I don't think I'm gonna go any further than that again.
0: nope